Coming up, we're talking outlaws in California, Lucas back in action, the ACS opener, penalties for Justin Grant and Chase Stockin, and more. Let's go. Today is Friday, March 18th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. I wanted to start off today by giving you guys some kudos. The comment section lately on these videos has been pretty dang good. There are probably two or three comments that I'm actually going to turn into show topics here in the coming days. There are a few I haven't res uh, responded to just because I think they deserve more than a few sentences in reply. Some super thoughtful stuff. Great questions you guys are asking. So nice work, team. Keep those comments coming. And quick side note, if you are new here, the Dirt Tracker universe includes more than just these shows. You can get these episodes on both YouTube and podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. There's also dirttracker.com, up-to-the-minute news, and stories from all the big series and news websites available right on the front page there. And all of that is automated. You don't have to wait for me to update the site as things come out. There you will also find the ever-growing analytics section that you hear me talk a lot about. That includes the premium plus stats and analysis. As of this moment, 1,043 races worth of data are available from the nine series and, uh, and events we track there. You can also see the streaming schedule, dirt racing podcasts, more YouTube channels, track information, and more. Everything you need to go deeper as a dirt racing fan there at dirttracker.com. And if you have ideas, thoughts, questions, concerns, whatever, you can always drop me an email at info at dirttracker.com. Now let's get into what you actually came here for today. The World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series at West Coast Swing continues tonight and tomorrow with stops at Merced Speedway and Ocean Speedway. This will be the Outlaws' first appearance at Merced since 2014 and their first trip to Ocean since 2016. Pretty excited for tonight at Merced. The track is run by Doug Lockwood, who spent time as the race director for the Outlaws, and he's worked for several years to try and make this Outlaw race night happen. Big improvements and changes have come to Merced, and hopefully the fans support tonight's action. I did a conversations episode with Doug way back in 2020, so check that one out if you want a little more background about him and the racetrack. Both of these tracks are quarter-mile bull rings, typical for what you see in California, and it should be an elbows-out kind of weekend. I have no past races in the database for either of these racetracks because of how long it's been since the Outlaws race there, but we can get an idea of who will be fast based on other races we do have. Over the past five-plus seasons, Brad Sweet leads the series in average finish on quarter-mile tracks, while Carson Macedo has the most wins. I think both of these guys will be formidable this weekend, especially given they are both from California and both are just generally really fast. Sweet is still looking for his first win of 2022, and it's been since last September at Skagit since the Big Cat has won a World of Outlaws race. It's a span of 23 races. I don't think that's all that concerning, especially since we've already seen him finish on the podium three times this year, and he was second to Kyle Larson last Saturday night at Tulare. It's also not uncommon for Sweet to be this deep in a season without a win. He's still second in the standings, and the 36-point gap to David Gravel could be erased in a couple of nights. And even though he is the points leader, has 15 straight top 10s, and is the only driver to finish top 10 every night out so far this year, I'm not quite ready to crown Gravel this season. Still way too early, and Sweet and Donnie and Macedo and all of these other guys were definitely going to challenge him, and Gravel's going to stumble at some point. Through seven nights, we've had two wins from the pole, two from second, two from sixth, and one from seventh. 
In dashes, all seven victories have come from the front row with four from the pole. And 18 of 26 heat races have been won from the pole. We've had six different outlaw winners this season with Sheldon Hoddenshield the only repeat winner so far. And 12 different guys have led laps with Gravel leading the way at 52. In the win picks department, the DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes Brad Sweet for both nights. I'm going to split my picks. I'm going to go with Macedo tonight at Merced and Sweet tomorrow at Ocean. We had 32 cars both nights at Tulare last weekend, and I don't see a reason why we won't be similar to that this weekend. There are 360s at Placerville and Marysville on Saturday, but I don't think that will affect the Outlaw Nights that much. If you can't be at the track this weekend, Dirt Vision has the live streams. On the late model side of things, no word of Outlaws this weekend, but we do get the return of the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Saturday at Brownstown and Sunday at Atomic are the first two races we've had since Speed Weeks closed out about a month ago. Actually, over a month ago. A quick reset for you. Brandon Shepard leads at Devin Moran, Tim McCready, Tyler Erb, and Ricky Thornton Jr. in the point standings. Shepard has the most Lucas wins in 2022 so far with four. Through 12 nights, Devin Moran is the only driver with a top 10 finish in every single race. He leads the way in top five finishes as well with 10. I have the last five appearances at Brownstown for Lucas in the database, and those races produced five different winners with Jimmy Owens, Herb, Shepard, McCready, and Josh Richards all getting victories. Hudson O'Neill is the most recent winner at Atomic back in March last season. With the Outlaws off, I'd expect we'll probably be just north of 30 cars for both nights. There are quite a few options around the country for guys to race this weekend. Some drivers are definitely taking the weekend off, though, with Bristol Dirt Nationals coming up. For example, don't expect to see Jonathan Davenport any of this, uh, anywhere this weekend or Brandon Overton. But you will get all the Lucas regulars, plus Shepard, Dennis Earp Jr., Bobby Pierce, Moran, Owens, and others. While both, uh, With both Sheppy and Moran racing this weekend, I'm not sure I'd expect to see McCready jump into the points lead unless those guys have big problems. From McCready in third to Earl Pearson Jr. in ninth, though, it's only a 95-point difference. We could see big swings amongst the top 10, depending on how these nights go. And that group includes T-Mac, Herb, RTJ, Ashton Winger, O'Neill, and EPJ. Those six drivers will definitely be the ones to watch for the championship as the season continues. I do think right now it's Tim McCready as the favorite until somebody else can prove that wrong. The loss of Owens and Davenport really opens things up quite a bit behind McCready. Both nights of racing will be streamed on MAV-TV Plus if you cannot get to the track this weekend. In Texas at Devil's Bowl, the 2022 ASCS National Tour season kicks off this weekend with two nights of racing. Blake Hahn opens his title defense against a group of 11 other full-timers. That includes Chase Porter, Landon Britt, Dylan Postier, Ryan Bickett, Seth Bergman, Garrett Williamson, Jason Martin, Kyler Johnson, Dylan Westbrook, Brandon Anderson, and Matt Covington. This is the first season of ASCS action under new owner Terry Maddox, and he's already made changes to the series. The biggest probably being shrinking the footprint of the schedule. Gone are the trips west to places like California and east to Pennsylvania. The series will stick to the Midwest and South and race in states like Texas, Arkansas, Mississippi, Missouri, Illinois, Kansas, Oklahoma, Iowa, and the like. This should hopefully help teams keep costs down and draw more cars for each night. With J.J. Hickel off to run 410 stuff at Knoxville and Scott Boguski taking on the full all-star schedule, Han will be the favorite to win the title. And I think Dylan Westbrook and Matt Covington will be his biggest challengers. Each had multiple wins in 2021, and they finished third and fourth in the standings. For this weekend, Hickel won all three Devil's Bowl nights in 2021, so things should be wide open with him absent. 
Han should be in the mix both nights, but Ryan Timms is on the way as well, and he was stout last season, winning five times in 20 appearances. As is the case around the country, parts and tires continue to be problems, and the ASCS has adopted a new tire rule to try and aid in the shortages. Teams must use the same right rear tire for group qualifying, heats, and the feature. Tires will be marked to aid in the process like we see with a lot of the other series. These ongoing tire shortages are something to keep an eye on, though, going forward, and hopefully they'll get resolved uh, so as not to affect the racing. Both nights of the ASCS at Devil's Bowl will be live on Flow Racing and RaceOnTexas.com. In some penalty news from yesterday, the new Extreme Outlaw Sprint Car Series has dropped the hammer on two drivers and teams following the open, uh, opening weekend at Volusia back in February. Both Justin Grant and Chase Dawkin got popped for altering tires. Grant and Top Motorsports have been fined and lost their purse money from February 14th to the tune of a total of $4,620. They've been DQ'd from that night's action and suspended from the next two series events. Stockton got busted for February 15th. He's on the hook for $3,920. And he and KO Motorsports are also suspended from the next two race nights. The penalties drew social media reaction from various folks, including Robert Ballou and Keith Coons. Grant wasn't going to run the series full-time anyway, so this is just a bump in the road for him. Stockton, though, was going to chase the championship with teammate Jason McDougall, so this is a blow to their season. It is nice, though, to see the series making a statement right out of the gate that this stuff will not be tolerated. If you want to see the penalty reports for yourself, find my retweet of Keith Coons on the Dirt Tracker Twitter account. The links are in that tweet. Elsewhere around the country this weekend, there was plenty of other racing, including the ULMS late models at Williams Grove and Port Royal. The Southern All-Stars at Southern Raceway in Florida, the Carolina Clash at Lancaster, and Ultimate Southeast Light Models at Boyd's. Short Track Super Series Modifieds, South Region opens with stops at Sealands Grove and Port Royal. Williams Grove and Lincoln will be in action with 410s in Central PA. The Spring Nationals for IMCA divisions are happening at Beatrice, and there's a ton of other local and regional shows on the schedule. Attica has canceled their opener in Ohio because of weather, and the USCS has shifted their racing to Saturday and Sunday also because of weather. So if you're headed out this weekend, enjoy the racing. If not, sit back, relax, and enjoy the streaming shows because there are 12 items on the streaming schedule today with 49 total for the weekend. This kind of feels like the first proper dirt racing weekend of the year across the streaming platforms and kind of around the country. The weekend schedule includes the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars on Dervision, the Lucas Light Models on Map TV Plus, the ASCS from Devil's Bowl on Flow, the Short Track Super Series uh, also on Flow, plus plenty of other local and regional racing, like I just said. To see the full daily streaming schedule through the weekend, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Friday and a good weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.